And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your one-stop shop for your 2020 Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm your host, Adam Danker, and today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, so go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, you get $10 off your first order. So we have a lot to talk about in today's show. We talked about a little bit of it on yesterday's show, but we're continuing now. Uh, and we're going to go a little bit more in depth, but we're discussing the the draft picks. Uh, we're going to discuss picks uh, 57 through 147 that the Lightning made. And then we will talk about 157, 186, and 217 on tomorrow's show. So uh, I did talk about 57 and 62, and then I did – 85 was actually uh, – so made the selection for 85 was made during yesterday's show as I was recording. So I didn't get a chance to talk about um, that, but we'll go back into that. We'll, we'll recap about, you know, some of the, the two players that I spoke about yesterday, Jack Finley and Gage uh, Gonsalves. Um, so yeah, we'll discuss that today. And then we'll also discuss, we'll end the show uh, discussing some of the things uh, maybe some of the trades that the Lightning could make and maybe some of the deals we might see some players getting uh, as a result uh, if the Lightning... They do need to make trades because uh, not everyone's going to be able to getting, get the money that they want uh, from, you know, uh, from doing, you know, from this current cap space situation. Uh, so they're going to have to trade away some money, make some tough decisions. We might see some players that some of you might not want seeing uh, Delta way, but that's just the way it is. This is a business at the end of the day, but yeah, let's get right into it. We'll talk about the draft picks. So at number 57, the, the first pick that the lightning made, which was in the second round, uh, that was the lightning's first pick this year in this year's draft. And that was Jack Finley, a centerman from Spokane in the Western hockey league. Uh, I really like this pick. Uh, I think he's, you know, even though he was the first pick, I still think he was not to say that the lightning's selections kind of went downhill afterwards. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying for what was left on the board at that time, uh, you know, because it is kind of a difficult thing debating whether or not if you don't have a first round draft pick, which the Lightning don't because they trade both of their first round draft picks away in return for Barkley, Goodrow, and Blake Coleman. So it wasn't all bad. I mean, we all know what happened and how, uh, how much those guys have contributed to this team. But, um, you know, so it is kind of, I saw one quote from a Lightning official saying that uh, the Jack Finley uh, pick was huge for them because they truly believed that's when the the ability and the talent started to to really go down in the draft. Um, so, and to to get a big body guy like Jack Finley at six five. Uh, you know, size is key in the National Hockey League. Uh, the players are getting bigger and bigger, stronger and faster. Uh, 
Jack Finley, um, he reminds me of, you know, he's usually the kind of guy that you see playing defense, but of course he's on the off- offensive side of things. Um, and I and I actually compared him to yesterday's show to Mitchell Stevens because I think that's sort of how they played the game. They played the game uh, in a similar fashion. Uh, they both used their size and, to, to really position themselves and um, their skill really takes over from there. Uh, and he has a lot of experience on the power play in PK. A lot of these players, when they go into junior hockey, you don't see a lot of the 16, 17-year-olds uh, really on the power play or the PK. It's usually the 18-year-olds or maybe the high-skill high 17-year-olds that you really see. But he he's worked his way towards it, and he's been playing on the power play in PK a lot, which is huge for a player like that, especially in, uh, once you see this guy play. And if you haven't already, go on YouTube and and just look at highlights of Jack Finley. I mean, you're this is something that Lightning fans should be excited about. Um, but at the same time, let's let's make no mistake. Jack Finley is a a second, third line uh, centerman. I mean, he's not going to be starting on the first line uh, for a long time to come. If if he is, that means either his his game has been has taken a huge step, or the Lightning something catastrophic has happened. So it could be good or bad. And the last thing about him, which you're probably going to be hearing me saying, and if you listen to the Locked On NHL show uh, t- earlier today with uh, with my co-host Chris Masili on there, uh, I both of us say uh, that we've been you know there's one thing that none of these players are short of, and that's hockey IQ. And you know that's something even it's a common thing to see. I mean, it's it's still for kids these young, 18, 19 years old. I mean, the the level of, of IQ and hockey sense that these players have cannot be overstated. So moving on to number 62, the Lightning drafted another center, Engage Consalves from Everett in the Western Hockey League. Um, he was an interesting story coming into this draft. Um, and this was a pretty good pick too as well. So uh, Lightning through the first... Going into the third round, have very good, uh, very two good picks. Uh, Gage Consalves, um, he interesting story about him was that in his first year in the Western Hockey League, he only scored f- one goal, and then on top of that, he kind of got snubbed from the the junior uh, team for um, for the national team for Canada, and so I, I he he took that to heart, of course, which you know. Um, I mean, granted, I mean, if you look at his production, he didn't really do that well in 60 games. But the jump he made and how hard he worked, and there was so much buzz around this kid about how how hard of a worker he is. And to have that kind of guy come into an organization that is coming off of Stanley Cup and, you know, he he kind of plays with that chip on his shoulder kind of mentality. Um, a guy like that is going to be crucial in the future, especially as he comes into his own and, um because I, I think him, uh, I think Consalves and Finley are definitely going to start out in Syracuse. Um, and I think maybe after Groshev, who is the next uh, pick, I think we're going to see a lot of these, some of these guys either maybe go to Syracuse or maybe even go down to Orlando. So we'll have to see that, see how that plays out as things go. Um, Especially with you know the tentative date for everything going on, we're not entirely sure when the season's going to start. The NHL did announce that they're going to start the season January first. Uh, I don't know how realistic that is, but we'll have to see. Um, you know, hopefully it's it's 
that is a set date. Um, hopefully, we don't have any flare-ups of the coronavirus by then. Um, uh, so, you know, fingers crossed. So, the thing with Gage Gonzalez, uh, his jump from uh, the the 2018-19 season to the 2019-20 season, he went from one goal in 2018 uh, slash 19 to 33 in 1920, which is a huge jump. Um, and if you see this kid play, uh, he's got an incredible wrister, and he continues to get better each year. And uh, hopefully he carries, like I said a little bit earlier, he carries that productiveness um, over into the AHL up in Syracuse. I would love to see this kid. I don't think he's going to uh, – I, I think it's going to be a couple of years before we see him play at the NHL level, maybe – a little bit more than that, I would say maybe three to four. Um, but at the same time, I mean, you know what? It, it's not going to hurt him at this age, especially when you're 18, 19 years old. You're just trying to develop your game. Um, unless you're like an all, all world star, unless you're like, you know, some of the guys in the top 15 um, who, you know, even in the first round, a lot of those guys are going to be, depending on what team they were drafted by, uh, especially in the top 15, those guys are going to be starting at the NHL level. Um, but you know, the, the good thing about being drafted at like 62 or even 57 is that you don't have that pressure on you to succeed right away. Really the, the, the game plan from there is to really just, uh, develop your game, get stronger, get bigger, um, just learn the system, um, you know, really polish off all the, all the parts of your game to really become more of a complete player. And, and then once the, the, you know, the franchise sees that you've developed and you've really grown from day one, then that's when the pressure starts to set in. That's when the question marks maybe start to arise. Is this kid ready yet? Is this kid ready to, to put on an NHL sweater? So this kid has maybe two two years um, before, you know, we kind of take a look back and say, um, and even Jack Finley as well, um, are these kids ready? You know, what has what has been different or what has improved since we we drafted these guys in the second round. So, you know, Lightning fans, don't worry about, you know, I, I don't want anyone to be freaking out. Well, you know, Jack Finley and Gage Gonzalez haven't really done well at Syracuse. Well, I don't expect them to right away. Uh, like I said, it's all about development at this stage in the game. Um, and I, I would say maybe next year, maybe when we had, and especially when we have Chad Schnarr from Bolts Prospects back on, and we will have him back on, um, we'll discuss maybe some of the things he feels about these guys, what he expects from them at the level um, at, at up in Syracuse. Um, and, you know, it, it's going to be an interesting conversation, especially in a couple of years. And I can't wait. That's the great thing about the draft is that especially, you know, now you get to see what these guys were like in junior hockey. And then in two, three years, we get to see uh, how they improve. So right before I go on to the number 85th pick, let me talk about one of today's sponsors, and that's Roman. Talking about ED isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, and it's easy, simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment 
plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day delivery. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today and connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to roman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you get $15 off your first order of VD treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. And I'm going to talk about another one of our sponsors today, and that's DoorDash. Between the never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of the next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Just open up the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless drop-off setting. I mean, I just use that just a couple of minutes ago. It was great, easy, uh, super quick. Uh, the the delivery man just left it right in front of my house. It was great. Um, so, and, you know, it's very important. I We use it for the local uh, ice cream shop here uh, for a late night dessert. And just as a reminder, you know, many of your local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just use the DoorDash app. app select your favorite local restaurant and your food will be left right at your door. Right now, our listeners could get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off off your and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order of DoorDash. All right, so at number 85, we're up to 85 now in the draft if you're following along. We're, uh, and I he was actually selected um, when I was recording yesterday's show, and that was Maxim Groshev, a winger from the, from the Russian Hockey League or the KHL. Uh, he was ranked... 25th uh, overall among prospects out of Europe um, entering the draft, and that was via that was that was according to the NHL Central Scouting. Um, really started to develop his scoring game on Russia's U18 game uh, U18 team last year. And all I could say is, and I spoke about it on the Locked On NHL show, is that the good thing, especially out of these Russian and Swedish players, the one thing you could ex- expect from them is scoring uh and a lot there of it uh these that's just how the game is played over there and i i I think that you know they're the lightning we're looking for more of a a guy who's going to be a depth guy and that's really all these players are in this draft um i wouldn't expect any future stars right away to arise uh from this draft that's just the way that's just where the franchise is right now um they want a cop so i i if, if you're maybe looking at this draft you're looking at the names you're listening to what i'm saying and you're 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 saying to yourself, Adam, why, why, how, when, when is the top prospect that's going to come out and blow the doors off of everybody going to come out? Well, you know what? That's not where this franchise is right now. Right now, they're winning on winning now. And sometimes, especially when you've traded away certain pieces, like the Lightning have, especially with draft picks, and, and trading away Foot, um, Nolan Foot, you're you're going to be missing certain pieces. You're going to have to start building and the lightning didn't weren't really able to get a, a unbelievable player in this draft i mean we don't know the the story has yet to be written for all these guys you never know i mean nikita kucherov and Braden point were drafted in the second round so i mean who knows maybe in five years five six years we'll we'll be talking about jack finley and gage consalves or even maxim groshev i mean who knows so i i don't want anyone freaking out um about you know Maybe the, the, the farm system is a little depleted right now, but guess what? 
They still have moves to make in terms of trades and all that. So I wouldn't worry about it. Um, I'm not too worried about it, as you could as you could tell. So I wonder, but yeah, but Maxim Groshev, uh, expect some some scoring from him. Um, right now, I would have to pick him, and and most of most of these guys are probably going to be second third line forwards um, and second third line pairing for defensemen. And speaking of defensemen, we're going on to the the next pick after him, and that was the number 93rd pick, uh, Jack Thompson from Sudbury in the. Ontario Hockey League. Uh, last season, he had 13 goals and 32 points in 63 games. So you know he 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 could accumulate the points. He's very involved on the offensive side of things, and that's just you know you're going to see those numbers uh, with a lot of defensemen. That's just how the game is being played now. It's very fast. You know we're not going to have kind of those one-dimensional defensemen that you maybe saw in the early 2000s or you know late 90s. That that those kind of defensemen are a thing of the past. We're gonna have more offensive-minded defensemen, more more two-way defensemen. So I, I mean, you know, Jack Thompson, his numbers don't lie. He's and the scouting report is very good on him. Um, he's got a big shot. He's got a good ability to move the puck. I saw some video of him earlier on today, and I was very impressed with what I saw. Um, the only thing is that he needs to improve on his defense. And once he kind of nails that down, I'm not saying he's a defensive liability. I'm just saying that, um, you know. Out of his entire game, uh, especially at the position he plays, that's the one thing he really needs to. If he could really take that to another level, I think that the whole scoring thing is really going to be a nice thing to round out his game. Um, so keep an eye on Jack Thompson. He's you know um, if he turns out to be like a, a second or third line pairing guy, I think he I think he has the potential to be a second line pairing defenseman. Um, I can't I I would be shocked if he ends up being on the third pairing or even the fourth. But uh, yeah, expect Jack Thompson to be maybe a, a future second line defenseman for this Lightning team in in the future. And like I said, I mean these guys are young; they're 18, 19 years old. So expect. Uh, maybe to hear some of these names in the next two to four years. I mean, if you're if you're hearing them in two years, that means that maybe the Lightning really weren't making some good moves. Things have maybe maybe gone downhill a little bit, and they're looking towards their youth to really vital re- revamp everything that's going on. Um, I wouldn't expect that. That's just like a very worst case scenario, end of the world type possibility. But with uh, and then. The other thing is that maybe, like I said earlier on, it could be that these guys have really taken a next level step in their in the development of their game. So, I mean, it's a good thing, bad thing. It all the 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 whole thing that depends on whether or not the circumstances of these players coming up is the situation that's going on at the NHL level. Which obviously, when it does come, uh, we will talk about all of that as soon as it breaks. And of course, just a little pause here to remind you guys to like and subscribe this podcast. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore lightning to stay up to date on everything surrounding the news and the team as well. Uh, We got a lot of good content coming out in the coming weeks. So keep an eye on that, especially uh, we'll be talking about more about prospects. We'll be having some guests on can't tell you yet who, Um, but we got, we're working on some things. We know who's on the docket for, you know, the list to come on the show. Very excited about a lot of these people to come on. Uh, we also, you know, go over to my Twitter page as well at AP Danker, D E N K E R. I tweet about literally everything. I was, I, I said, you know, I really don't want to get involved in politics, but I I tweet a little bit, something about the debate that the, that took place, uh, last night between, Vice President Pence and Kamala Harris. Um, And, you know, I talk about everything in sports as well. But, yeah, um, 
Moving on to the 116th pick. Now, this is where um, my prospect knowledge is tested. Um, if you've been listening to Lock on NHL with me and Chris Masilli, the national show, also go ahead and follow, like, and subscribe to that podcast and download it. Um, him and I, Chris, we uh, we discuss, you know, obviously all the news going around the league, but our specialties are prospects, draft, uh, all that kind of stuff. Um and we, we like to think that we're well, really well-informed and self-educated in, in this respect. Um, at 116, um, Lightning draft another defenseman, Eamon Powell. Um, and I couldn't find any video on him right away. Uh, I saw some stuff. Um, I, I looked at the numbers. I was, you know, I, I, even though I didn't really see any video on him, um, you know, numbers don't lie, especially when it comes to a defenseman. Um and I'll get to those numbers in just a little bit. But from what I heard around, you know, the quote-unquote NHL internet water cooler, uh, he's a very good skater. He's very agile. Uh, he He's slated to play at Boston College this year. So I would like to see him. I think that guys who are going to make the jump into college, I'd rather see those guys stick to that plan instead of coming to the, you know, the league, into the system. I feel like... Um, I feel like, you know, and this is no, this is no knock against guys who are going to play in college. I feel if you're not, if you weren't developed enough, and that's, I guess the right word to just to say it, if you weren't developed enough to play junior hockey professionally, um, then you probably, the best bet was to probably, uh, go to college, develop, develop your game. And what a better place to develop your game than at Boston College. So, uh, yeah, Eamon, Eamon, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, had six goals and 14 points in 43 games played for the USA National and U18 game uh, team in the 2019-2020 uh, season. Wow, I'm having trouble with that. Um, so I'm interested to see how his development happens. Uh, hopefully they have a season this year. Uh, I'm not giving my hopes up, but these guys will be working out and, you know, trying to develop their game as much as possible off the ice and on the ice, but not in non-game situations. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's, you know, unfortunately, um, as much as you want to see these guys develop, there's, st- there's so much up in the air, and unless you're talking about the guys who we could consider sure things. And the Lightning, unfortunately, didn't really get a sure thing. I mean, Jack Finley and Gage Consalves are really the, I guess, the two sure things and where you know these guys are kind of going to be very good players, as well as Jack Thompson. But um, after that, you kind of it's more of a feeling out process for these guys. I mean, the next couple of years, especially for an Eamon Powell, um, a Jaden Duro, who I'm going to talk about in just a little bit. These guys, this is the crucial time where they they want to go into the camp. They want to, um, they they're going to play against other guys that are age, guys who are older, a lot older than them. Um, and that's really when that's going to be very important to their development. And you know, if they're able to take that next step to the NHL level. So, uh, moving on to 147, the Lightning take uh, Jaden Duro, a a forward uh, I believe he plays on the right wing um, and he he played for Portland for three years in the Western Hockey League another Western Hockey League guy so the Lightning uh, really like those Western Hockey League guys which you know I'm fine with I have no problem against with the Western Hockey League but if you were to ask me 
Adam, what is the more talented league in the Canadian Hockey League? Is it the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League? Is it the Ontario Hockey League? Or is it the Western Hockey League? Uh, I would say the top two leagues would probably be a toss-up between the QMJHL or or and I know I just butchered the abbreviations even though it's the Quebec Major Junior Major Junior Hockey League or and then I would say the other is the OHL. Um, the OHL had a ton of guys drafted today. Uh, actually, not today. The last two days. So I guess I would have to give the edge to the OHL and a lot of the guys just in general that were prospects coming into this draft. Um, I would have to say those guys I really much enjoyed came out of the Ontario Hockey League. But uh, that doesn't mean that the Western Hockey League is any less talented. Um, as as case in point, Jaden Durow, who played for the Portland Winterhawks uh, out there, and he had 19 goals, 70, 70 points through 61 games played. Um, and he had 31 goals and 99 points in his total career in three years with the Portland Winterhawks through 134 games. Um, he's He's got a very decent one-timer. I, I mean, he, that's where he gets a lot of his goals or his points from. Uh, he's not particularly big, and he's not particularly fast. But I do see shades of that scrappiness that you would see in in Anthony Sorelli. Uh, it's very similar. I try not to draw comparisons with a lot of these guys just because um, they're young and you know their game could totally change in a matter of one or two years. But what I saw from Jaden Durow in his very very good highlight tape. Um, I saw Anthony Sorelli, and I and like I said, the speed is not entirely like the big thing there. And, and who knows, you know, as he gets stronger, as he builds up his legs, um, that's something that could possibly change in the next couple of years or so. But um, yeah, just the way he moves out there, I see some Yanni Gord as well, or a little bit of Andre Palat too. So I mean, there's a lot of potential there, a lot of good comparisons there as well. Um, and yeah, like I said, just to end up my whole, you know, kind of, and we'll talk about the other three guys that were drafted later on on tomorrow's episode. We're going to save that to save that for tomorrow. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I thought that the lightning thus far throughout this whole draft, and I'll talk about it a little bit more on tomorrow's show. I thought they did well with what they had. Um, if I had to give them a, a grade, I would say maybe a, I would probably say a, a B minus B plus, or maybe just an average B just in the B area. I didn't say I, I wouldn't say they did particularly great. I honestly, in my preference, I you know you're trying to get rid of some cap space, and we'll talk about that in just a little bit. Um, if you're trying to get some, rid of some cap space, then I thought maybe the first round, especially when there's a lot of talent going around there. Uh, you know, Calgary was going all the way, trading down, trying to get, you know trade down. Um, they traded two. They traded down twice. Um, which was kind of a little bit of a dangerous game. But um, I thought that the Lightning, you know, they didn't have a first-round draft pick. Maybe the time to pull the trigger on maybe a Tyler Johnson trade or Alex Kaloran trade would have been the first round. Um, I I haven't really heard any rumblings as to yet as to what the plan is. Um, with all that, hopefully, you know, because, like, we, we you have big contracts that guys that you need to lock up in a couple of years and um i don't i i'm not going to go out and criticize the franchise uh, i i know breeze boss is doing a fantastic job and he knows 
exactly what he's doing and we'll talk about that in just a little bit but first let's talk about our last two sponsors of today's show one of whom is built bar it is the best tasting protein bar ever and built bar is back they had 18 amazing flavors and they got six new ones dropping uh built bar is great for the health conscious person lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat bars are low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber great for the keto diet my favorite flavor was the toffee almond so go to builtbar.com use promo code locked on You'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. And last but not least, our last sponsor of the day. Love these people. Love these guys. Love this company. It's rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto park customers online for the last 20 years. Go to rockauto.com for, to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for the professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Spock? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, go to rockauto.com. Now, last but not least, time to end the show with a little bit of a difficult conversation. I know some Lightning fans don't want me to talk about this just yet. They're saying, you know, some of you are probably saying, come on, Adam, let's just enjoy the Stanley Cup. Uh, Before I get into this, I just want to say the level of disrespect the Lightning have been getting in terms of not being celebrated as Stanley Cup champions is atrocious, okay? Uh, If if this was the Penguins or maybe any other team, uh, you wouldn't wouldn't be able to open up Twitter or social media without anything pertaining to, you know— what these guys are doing, you know, what, what, how great this team was during the year, how they overcame adversity, all this and that. Um, it looked like with the Lightning right after the parade, nothing. It, you would have thought that the Lightning franchise ceased to exist after that. I mean, <laughs> with the way some of these guys were drinking, uh, you would have thought maybe they weren't going to make it out of that parade alive, uh, most notably Nikita Kucherov, but, um, I, I just think that the Lightning deserve more credit. I mean, they fought through a lot, and maybe I'm just being biased here, but I, I think that they deserve a lot more celebration for what they did. Um, and, you know, you, a lot of people are going to say, well, you know what, they didn't finish out the season, and then there was no fans, they didn't really have to travel, this, that, and the other thing. Well, guess what? If 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 What if Montreal won? Or... Or what if Colorado won? Or any other team would have won. If if you're a fan of that team, I don't think you would be saying that the you know this they need an asterisk, or there there needs to be a point sh- uh, said that the season was shortened. Because if that was your team that won, you wouldn't have said that. So stop saying it about the Lightning because you're a hater and this that. It was a great season, great story. Steven Stamkos stole the show. Everybody cried. Everybody laughed. Um, so to end the show right now, just real quick. Uh, I'm just going to come out and say, we'll talk about this a little bit more on t- tomorrow's episode. Uh, signed Bogosian for two years, two and a half mil. That's it. Uh, Sergachev, seven years, maybe 10 uh, total, 10, 10 and a half mil. Uh, but none of that could go through unless they trade Tyler Johnson and possibly Alex Kalorn. Uh Tyler Johnson, one trade that I think would be perfect is to Buffalo. Um, 
that would be a good piece for them. That, you know, keep Jack Eichel around. You give him another weapon up there with Tyler Johnson. Uh, the the Sabers have a ton of cap space left, so why not? Uh, and and I wouldn't say that Tyler Johnson is worth a first round draft pick. So you know what? Give us a second and a fifth. Um, I think the Lightning, if they're going to be trading Kalorn and Johnson away, plus with Johnson, he makes more. He and that's five million off the books right there. So perfect, no brainer trade. Um, with Kalorn, we'll talk about that tomorrow. But yeah, with Johnson to Buffalo, they're looking for a guy to add, especially you know with the some of the youngsters that they just added to the team as well. So. You know, I think Tyler Johnson would be a good addition. He also has eight game-winning power play, uh, power playoff goals. So you know, you have a guy who could perform in the playoffs minus this past season, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, tweet to the show uh, after you listen to this. Uh, Lo underscore lightning. Let me know what you think about that trade. Do you want that? We'll also put up a poll for that as well as to what you would think about the trade. So. Uh, yeah, um, I think that's a good start. The Lightning, if you look at their RFAs, a lot of tough decisions to make. UFAs, a lot of tough decisions. Uh, you definitely got to sign Sergeyev and Bogosian. Those are, in my opinion, uh, the two very first signings you should be thinking about, other than you know the RFAs after Sergeyev. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.